Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa, Story Time. Welcome to Story Time. I am not eating a chocolate painting. No, no, I can tell you're mm. not. Drinking it's coffee. like heroin. Some of the very best <laughs> ever. Okay, yesterday I told the story about the rattlesnake that we shot with the shotgun. And it's it's uh, the place where his head used to be struck my hand. Like two hours after it was dead when I was cleaning it. I still kind of feel a chill when I think about that. It was about eight or nine years later. I had met T. We decided to go camping, and it was uh, not the current drought that California's kind of going through, but there was the one about 20 years ago that for about eight years we got really low rainfall. So Pine Flat Dam, which is where we get most of our water, had dwindled, dwindled, dwindled down to just a, a bare trickle of what it used to be. So when you went to the campsites, you'd have to walk half a mile, a mile, just to get down to where the water was. Then the uh, the drought broke, and for about... Two weeks, maybe more than two weeks, it rained hard. Every day it rained hard. And hard enough so that it filled the, the dam back up. So that mile, mile and a half of was just dirt going down to the, the water. All the creatures that were living there had to, to move up with the water because it came up really quick. So we're there and a guy goes, hey, just, just so you know, there's a little baby rattlesnake right over here by the line. I'm like, what? Baby rattlesnake? He goes, yeah, the water's, the water's chasing them all up here. So he just warned us, which I thought was uh, completely inadequate. I went and got my machete. And it was only about 11 inches long, but it was a rattlesnake. And it was right there by the water's edge, and someone was going to stumble on it. So I cut his head off really quickly. I didn't. He was too small to eat, really. But I thought, oh, cool. And while I was getting him out of the water, I, I saw another one, maybe 12 inches long. And I thought, I'm going to very carefully put my machete on its neck and hold his neck down. And then saw it kind of like that and saw his head off. So I put it on his neck, and I started to push it down, and he did some sort of a ninja move where he, ah, now he's free. So I, I kind of had to make a snake slaw out of him. I didn't, I didn't want to have to do that, <laughs> but I, I had to dice, and, dice him really quick right then. So then I showed T. T, look, there's these snakes. And she's like, oh, man. And T's one of those girls not like, oh, that's terrifying. She's like, I want to hunt some. I want to hunt one with you. Okay. No, T, it's time to go. <laughs> so we got a couple of tent poles. The ones that you're used to, supposed to hold up that awning in the front of the tent, no one puts that awning up. That's a, that's a ridiculous part of any tent, that, that little 10-foot section of, of tarp or, or flap that's supposed to keep you somehow shaded. Well, it depends on how hard it's raining. No, it's just the little thing that goes over the, the front, just to, to shade the front of your tent. So we take those poles, and um, the water had come up so much that one of the areas you could normally get to now, now is almost like an island. We had to take our raft over there. We get to that island, we're poking all these holes, and I'm, I'm telling T, we're listening for any kind of snake sounds. And I hear, after about 20 minutes, go, Brad, come here, come here. And I'm like, what, what does she want? She goes, is this it? And she pokes in the thing, and <laughs> I'm like, yes! Yes, you are yeah, crazy that, as that, hell. That is, that's it. That's exactly it. And, oh, he's a sick man. And that snake is mad. You can tell he yeah, is mad. Yeah, you done poked him in the eye. So I'm thinking, all right, I've got to get him out of there. And at first, I leap to... Uh, an inadequate solution because it was uh, still during the summer and there was a bunch of dry grass and I grabbed a bunch of that grass and I stuffed it in the hole very carefully because I didn't want to put my hand too far in the hole 
and then I like this grass, and I'm thinking I'm going to smoke them out. Yeah. And then I look up, and I just realize that there's just dry grass everywhere, and that's probably one of the dumbest things I could have done. So I, I, I quickly stomp that out. So now, now there's a bunch of smoke in there, and he's even more mad, but he's not coming out. Get a brilliant idea. You know, every once in a while, that light bulb goes off. Bing! Yeah, I've seen that yeah. go off. You I, big I, dummy! I, I see this empty <laughs> bottle, this empty two-liter sitting there. I'm like, someone, you know, that's just trash. Why are they? Wait a minute. You can use that trash. So I went and got the bottle. I started filling it up with water, two liters at a time. Start pouring it in there. Oh, he's he's now he's mad. Now he's he got, wet. Wet and mad. <laughs> so I tell T, keep an eye on this on this hole. I'm gonna fill this thing up. So I'm I'm filling up for like the you third time. You know he's time. got a back door. <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm filling up for like the third time, and I and I hear T shriek. Ah! And I didn't even have to ask what was wrong. I, I knew what was going on. Here comes the snake. Here comes the snake. And I and I went over there. And a very big, very wet, very covered with black ashes, pissed off rattlesnake is coming out of this hole. And the hole kind of was sticking out the side of the cliff. So he was coming out kind of straight at first. She's just freaking out. I just, just, just relax, okay? Just relax. You don't have to worry. Just, I just stand over there. You're going to be safe. So I jump up on top of the mound as he's coming out. And then he turns up and starts coming almost right up to where I'm at. His, his, his head's coming right up to me. And I'm thinking, you got to do something. Got to do it now. Use that machete. I'm proud of this. It is exactly because that's the same machete that I mischopped that turkey's head with. So it could have went really bad. This time I hit the, the snake's head perfectly. I could see it silhouetted in the sky, flipping in the air. Landed about two feet away from T. She screamed, acted like it was my fault. I mean, it's not my <laughs> well, fault. Well, it was your fault. Yeah. We drag him out of there. He's got a big bulge in his stomach, Max, about the size of a pair of slippers. Looks like he's eating a pair of slippers. That's the last thing he ate, yeah. And then we, I go and I look at the head. And he's, the, the body's still writhing. And, and the head's, I'm afraid it might still be moving to him. My dad's always said, listen, you, you've got to. A dead rattlesnake will bite you. you. You've got to bury the head deep so that someone walking by does not step on that and, and get the same kind of venom injected in their foot as they would as it was, it was bit. I couldn't help but pry open his mouth just for a look at his fangs. They were so sharp, and it they is. were almost translucent. You could, you could almost see through them. They looked, they looked like they were made out of glass. Idiots. So I, I did, did dig that hole. I dug Idiots. the hole, and I buried it. Idiots. Now I Idiots. got this big snake, <laughs> and it's, I'm so happy. And, and T's kind of, at this point, the danger's over. Oh, my Lord. And I'm, I decided I'm going to eat it like we ate the last one. And we're, we're, riding, we're going on our raft back from the island to the main campsite, and a couple of park rangers or uh, game wardens drive come up in their boat. They're like, "Are you guys fishing?" No. Well, we're killing I, rattlesnakes. I, no, but I, I got a rattlesnake. And he goes, "Really?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Let me see it." I'm like, getting a little worried. I'm, okay. <laughs> I take it out of the bag and I show him. He goes, "All right, just don't get any more." That's the limit is one a day. I'm like, "Huh? Okay, now I know." So we went back there, and you didn't tell him you'd already killed two or three. No, this is okay, yeah, didn't mention that. <laughs> but this is a big snake, and I, now it's time to clean it. And T was there for the whole thing, and this is going to be the end of the story because this is really all of this, the length I need to go. I get the skin off; it's pretty big skin, and I'm, I'm going to gut it, and we're going to eat it. I, after about, I cut sixteen to eighteen inches inside through up the stomach. Yeah. A squirrel that looked like he was eating 
20 minutes ago. <laughs> just falls out. <laughs> this, was he dead dude, yet? Oh, he was held oh, dead, yeah. yeah. But that, that was his hole. That was the squirrel's hole that the snake came into, devoured him in his own home, Yeah, and then came back. So, uh, yeah, we, we cooked him up on the barbecue, and uh, we, we ate him that night as, as much as we could. But uh, T was very hard to convince to have some after the squirrel popped out. Yeah. She did one of those things where she's just smacking her face like, no, 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 no. Like, like uh, Brad. <laughs> what a putz. That was great. You know what? <laughs> Mac, that, that's a great story. If you, yeah. If, if you take a